All right. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to episode 175 of the Fantasy Timeline. I'll be your host, Drew, at dr underscore pra. I practice that about eight times in front of the mirror before doing this. Uh, again, with Bill at SuperDupaFlex. Uh, we're going to have a short-ish show for you today because we've got some things going on as we're in the holiday season here. So um, we're going to try to pack a lot in as uh, quick as we can with wrapping up the regular season in most of our leagues and looking ahead to some playoff stuff here. But um, yeah, Bill, how are you doing this week? Yeah, doing good. Uh, scattered, like you said, holidays are starting to get, you know, real. And it seems like our schedules always get condensed, you know, and then we have playoffs and uh, trade deadlines in some leagues that end next week. And uh, people, I'm being more uh, active for sure and throwing trade random cold offers to people. And um, so, yeah, just, just staying busy, man. It's, uh, um, yeah, it's a fun time of year though. I mean, I'm not complaining at all. And, um, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I know we've been kind of tracking your, uh, playoff progress here. So at this point, you've got to have a pretty good sense of some playoff locks. Um, a couple of teams, I think we were talking about before we clicked record here that are definitely out and then roughly how many teams do you have that are still uh on the fence and possibly in this week depending on either your results and or some other outcomes yeah so i in my 17 leagues um and this is all dynasty um i have um 13 for sure playoffs um two for sure not playoffs um no three and then i have one that's kind of um it's it depends it's a point uh top point getter gets in and i'm the top point getter by like 30 points right now so um so i I should get that one so i should make 14 to 17. um how about you? you you paid attention uh, so I was just going to, through and doing a quick audit. Out of 20 Dynasty Leagues, I think I will have um, eight or nine that are for sure in. And I'll have uh, two to three that are kind of on the fence, depending, I think, more on other outcomes. Um, I've looked at most of them, and I think only one or two of them have um, a lot to do or a high risk of me losing this week. But it, I need to win, and I need another team ahead of me to lose for a couple of them. And then I've got, uh, whatever that leaves, probably seven or eight that are definitely out at this point. Um, so a couple of uh, Debbie leagues that I joined, one is in, one is nowhere close to in. Um, I'm hoping another another year will, will help me out here. And then um, a couple that are for sure very, very close, depending on how things shake out. So um, I mean, it, that, those leagues can flip really quickly, you know, it's it just a good draft or whatever. Um, when you entered the season, like, was this close to your expectation or like, did you have some that you were just like of those, let's say eight that um, are for sure not making it. Like how many of those were like, okay, these are in rebuild and. and yeah. That sort of thing? Let's see here. I've got, um, so the trade addicts league that I'm definitely out in, I, I saw more potential there. And actually the last couple of weeks, I've been one of the highest scoring teams uh, mostly because I drafted both Kincaid and Laporta in the tight end premium. 
Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's going to be too little too late to get me into the playoffs to try to make something happen there. So that one, um, I, I thought I was going to have a better shot and I didn't. Uh, and then, yeah, a couple of the others here, I definitely was not, you know, Josh and I co-manage one of these here and we're in the junkies listener league. And we knew pretty early on, we had Nick Chubb. Uh, we had a couple of early injuries and we realized pretty quickly after the end of last year, you know, I think Santa Hill was our QB two in that league. So we, we knew pretty quickly that one was going to be out. Um, but yeah, I would say probably maybe half of them, uh, the expectation would have been, uh, to not make it. But there were definitely a couple that I thought, based on the roster in August and September, that I'd have a, a better shot here. And then some of these teams, you know, they just blew some other teams out of the water and uh, looks very different now. So um, we were talking before we jumped on here, though, some, some trades you're trying to get done and some last-minute moves. And uh, trying to look here, I think actually in Trade Addicts, because I'm no longer in, I've got a – I think the top team or the second-place team is uh, they lost Mark Andrews. And like I said, I've got um, Laporta and Kincaid. And I think I've got, I might even have McBride in this league as well. Um, so he's he's sending me here, Mark Andrews and his second, which will be super late for Sam Laporta. What are your thoughts there? I feel that's reasonably fair. Um, I'm not doing it. Um, I'm biased, obviously. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, points per game, Laporta is higher than yeah. Andrews. Um, yeah. He's also six plus years younger. So I mean, how do you how do you like even? Yeah, you know how do you even talk yourself into doing the Andrews side? Um, I don't know if a first does it for me, knowing that it's probably like the eleventh or twelfth pick. Yeah, like I feel really fortunate. Like that, I paid Marquise Brown and um, Andrews for Laporta. Yeah, and I got Roshan back. That was before we. Yeah. There was a little hope for Roshan. Roshan was like yeah. really just a, like a, th- a throw in at the, that point. Yeah. And um, so I feel like I paid a first on top. Yeah. And I'm totally okay with that. I mean, I kind of had to come to terms with it, but um, to get yeah, six years sight. younger is just huge. And yeah, a guy that pops this big, like there, I think there was some stat like through twelve games, like there's only X number of six players that have done 60 catches, 600 yards, six touchdowns or something. And the other five are wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, there's no way that's a tight end. And I don't think he necessarily has this monster like um, ceiling. Like, but I don't think he is ceiling any lower than Andrews. You know what I mean? So no. Yeah. 36. um, I don't think he's Kelsey ever. Uh, I mean, how how much lower is the ceiling than Kelsey? Do you think? Than Kelsey at his peak? I mean, that's kind of what I mean. Like, I don't yeah. think he'll ever become like a guy who's outscoring the rest of the position by eight points or something like that, like Kelsey did. But like, he's going to be one of those top six guys. I feel pretty comfortable saying as long as he's healthy. And um, even if he's like, yeah, I just don't see the the point of getting older. Yeah for a second round pick. Yeah. I may look at his team and see if he's got another young wide receiver. I like or something like that. So. It would have to be like tank Dell. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I hate to say it, but like, I mean, it yeah. would have to be something that high for me to do that because, um, otherwise it's just not. Oh, he is old at, at wide receiver. He's got Mike Evans, 
uh, Devonte Adams, Adam Thielen. So yeah, so nothing. Yeah, we're not we're not doing that. And on his taxi, yeah, he doesn't have anybody else of note there. He's got Michael Thomas. Yeah, it would be. It would I'm probably not even doing more. the 110. Like, yeah. Yeah. In retrospect, because there's been more information since I made my trade. You know, I made it. Yeah. I made that trade for Andrews like the week of his injury, and now we've seen uh, Laporta do 140 yards on crazy nine t- catches or whatever yeah. it was. So, yeah. well, let's pause here for a quick second. Got a couple of uh, questions here. Um, let's see, Bronson trade Sutton and Kincaid for Pittman. It's a two tight end league. My other tight ends are Taysom Hill likely Waller and Logan Thomas. It's redraft PPR. So there's no premium, but tight ends are definitely more important since we have two of them that you have to start here. Um, I want the Kincaid side. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, Sutton and Pittman aren't too far apart for me. That's my thought too. And yeah, if you have Kincaid and you can start Kincaid and whoever's healthy, you know, like Waller, Waller, we don't know if he's coming back. Um, yep. They did say he's practicing, but that doesn't mean yep. they're going to bring him back um, this year. Logan Thomas is on a bye this week. Um, yep. Who's yep. to say if they end up making a quarterback change, if the things you know end up being the same as they were, um, where they have the high volume. Uh, Taysom Hill, you know, he's so hit or miss. I mean, yep. likely – he did okay, four catches, forty yards. But like, who's he's not doesn't look like he's going to be in the middle of or, you know the, the uh, yeah, he's be the high volume guy or yeah. anything. So I think Kincaid, yeah. even though Knox might be coming back, like I I feel like Kincaid just yeah, he's a guy I'm happy plugging in. Um, yeah, and like you said, Cortland Sutton's very close or close enough. Um, yeah to Pittman. Yeah. Uh, Bronson, I think, um, I think you keep, keep the Kincaid and, and Sutton side. Um, and hopefully that, that works out for you. And hopefully, yeah, maybe Taysom Hill. We'll see. Um, is Derek Carr still in concussion protocol right now? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. We'll see so, what happens there. Yeah. So, I, I, I like, I really like Kincaid Taysom Hill as my two starters in that group. I get the Dawson Knox concern, but I have, I feel like they've seen what, now what they can do with Kincaid that like Knox is probably going to stick in, in towards the line a little bit more yeah. um, and block um, because you don't get that at all out of um, yeah no out of Kincaid. So um, I get the concern, but you got to remember he's a rookie. So he is still learning things when Knox was playing. And I think just him getting the, having the freedom, you know, it's uh he's kind of playing a little looser and I don't think you put that back in the box now, you know? No, if you're going to give, give up that package of those two, I I'd want something else back and I try yeah. to capitalize on Kate's value. So if there's, I'm trying to give, is there an undervalued tight end that would be, I mean, do you like, I, it feels like, uh, like Gerald Everett or something like that. Who's kind of been getting a more volume since, uh, like recently, um, yeah. but I don't, maybe I don't like a mayor or something and hope he, hope he pops in the next few weeks. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's really not a lot of tight ends. I'm super, uh, Dalton Schultz maybe. Um, yeah. 
uh, Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah. But I definitely yeah. need something back, or at another a running back or something, you know. Yeah. Um, if you're content with your tight end room. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. I think uh, the the first response is keep Kincaid and and Sutton. Otherwise, uh, kind of rework that deal to get yourself someone else that you can also start with Pittman coming back. Is I don't think Pittman makes up for both Sutton and even a slightly diminished Kincaid uh, score line. Good question. Can't wait to see what the Bills do coming off the bye this week. We got to yeah. win out if we want a chance. So yeah, it's that's an exciting a, game. So big uh, Sunday. Okay, we got another one here. Uh, Bronson also got offered DK for JT and Waddle. Um, yeah, somebody's trying to sell high on DK right now. I think. I mean, JT's not scoring you anything for maybe the rest of the season. Yeah, it might. Unless you're, you think you're going to have a long playoff run. Um, it's basically DK for Waddle. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, DK has got a rough schedule moving forward, right? Don't they have San Francisco twice? Um, uh, they just, they just, uh, do they not just play San Francisco or do they have them? They play Dallas. Let's um, see here. Find DK. I mean, I don't mind moving Waddle. Um, if you, They've got San Francisco this week, then Philly, Tennessee, and then Pittsburgh for week Okay, 17. so it's not terrible matchups. It's just this week. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Miami kind of has some some wonky matchups. So, I mean, the, yeah. the whole thing is you're rolling the dice on uh, JT, and yeah. they say three to five weeks. Well, if, if last week was week one, you're going to miss week 14, week 15. Um so you're looking at yeah he could be out through week 17, right? And or or he could come back week 16 and you're in the semifinals and that would be big. But are you do you think he's going to get full volume again? Or are they going to they try to work him back in again? Yeah. Um, because they do have Zach Moss who's performing you know pretty Absolutely. well. So yeah, um, maybe another one. I'd still want a piece back. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I need something back if you're going to do DK. Um, just maybe a lesser running back or something, just something to help your depth. Ty Chandler, you know, something just, (laughs) I I mean, something that could fall into something, you know, like Ty J Spears, something like that. Yeah. I think Spears would be a great option. So yeah, if you can get a, uh, another running back back, um, that would feel a little better as well. Hopefully you get something worked out. sounds like you got some good options. It's uh, I'm guessing, is it a trade deadline coming up or something that's kind of prompting some of these offers here? So uh, but good luck to you, uh, Bronson. Hopefully you find something that works out. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I don't have anything else sitting in my inbox at this point. Um, I don't have a whole lot. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking back and seeing if there's anything that I missed for any offers. But, uh, but yeah, is there a, do you have a league this year that you felt uh, was a, a big surprise where maybe you were expecting to have to wait to get, see your team do well. And then it, it kind of came out of nowhere and uh, overperformed. Um, I mean, I did a startup that I drafted quite young. Um, and it was one where also I have Kincaid and Laporta. Um, and those guys have really helped me at tight end. Cause I really didn't have a, uh, an established tight end. Um, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop uh, Bronson. Uh, if you got Aaron Jones, I mean, 
he, to me, he's basically uh, like he hasn't been playing and they just didn't they add Kenyon Drake today. So it kind of makes me oh, think geez. like maybe Aaron Jones is going to get uh, put on the uh, IR or something. I don't know. I, I, I'm just I didn't look into that, so I can't really speak to it. But you mu- just check to see kind of what the news is with Aaron Jones and um, what they're doing with running backs. So um, it could be they added Drake for a completely different reason. But um, and maybe I just was asleep dreaming. I saw that and that's not really the case. So check, be a fact checker. (laughs) Um, I'm going to look that up, but um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, but really, I mean, rolling the dice on him versus rolling the dice on Jonathan Taylor. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. If you, I think, I think if Aaron Jones comes back, he comes back pretty much ready to go. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, so I don't hate yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that is the way to go. Um, yeah, Packers did sign Kenyon Drake to the practice squad. Um, what were we talking about before that? <laughs> uh, your your startup that you drafted young that uh, oh, yeah. feels like it's maybe outperforming a little bit. And I kind of like um, – I went pretty young overall um, with the exception of um, – uh, like I added Justin Jefferson, um, you know, in the startup, but my, I kind of went a little later on quarterbacks, um, ended up with like Goff and, uh, Jordan Love, Desmond Ritter, um, and Baker Mayfield. Okay. And so I, I have, I was perfectly fine there. And then I had draft picks involved and I got Anthony Richardson So like all of a sudden I'm like, okay. And then um, actually funny that this happened, but um, I just lost Tank Dell in that league. And I'm kind of figuring out like maybe what can I do to add to my team this year to help me out? So I made an offer to a team who's not making the playoffs of Anthony Richardson and um, Tank Dell for um, Jalen Hurts and they accepted it. So, wow. um, So now I have Jalen Hurts, Love and Goff as my top three. Um, I like that. Plus Ritter and sure, Baker. Yeah. So um, I probably had too many uh, wide receiver or quarterbacks at this time, but um, better to have more than not enough. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. I, I think that was a good trade. The guy was real happy to get Anthony Richardson. Um, and he's getting a top rookie wide receiver. Um, I feel pretty good about my wide receivers. Um as I just made the trade for uh, Deontay we were talking about. So yep. uh, that adds to my depth for this year. And um, yeah, I mean, I would say that's the league that I just kind of fell into. Like I I'm like in fourth place, um, but I feel like my team's as good as any in the league now because all my young guys have kind of been performing and um, yeah, it just kind of worked out that, that way. There's other leagues where um, I went older and I'm just holding on by the skin of my teeth <laughs> to make the playoffs. And yeah, that's not a great feeling, you know, like nope. older team I actually uh, kind of threw the uh, towel in. Um, I traded away Kelsey and Derek Henry a week or two yep. ago. And I'm just like, let's get a little younger. Let's get some younger assets and, and see if we can still do something in the playoffs. But uh, I'm just, I don't want to go into the off season with Kelsey, Henry, Cooper Cup, 
you know, yeah. like that's just not a fun team to have in the off season. So not unless you're, you're Rocky. I don't know how he, how he does that. He, uh, he lives that life a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's great. Probably cause you can get all these players cheaper and, um, yeah. Like I'd rather be acquiring those players in the off season and I'm fine having them on my team, but I don't want to have those players on my team losing value. Um, you know, I bet you I can get Kelsey for less than what I got him for, you know, <laughs> yep. or, or what, than what I got for him a few weeks ago. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just not the, you don't want to be entering those seasons. I mean, if you can get Stafford, that'd be amazing. But I just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I would try for it, but like, uh, sorry uh, for a podcast. Uh, the yeah. question was, what if I got Aaron Jones or Zeke or Stafford with DK? It's a two QB league. Um, Purdy and then T Law, who just got hurt. So, um, yeah, I would, I would ask for that, but I, I would have a hard time believing somebody's going to accept that. Um, but, yeah. It's worth yeah. worth the ask. Um, yeah, for two QB league, that's uh, that's fun. Two QB, two tight end. <laughs> so hell yeah, it makes it hard to um, pick and choose what you're gonna draft. So I like yeah. that. Yeah, very cool. Sounds like a fun league. Hopefully you do well there, Bronson. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think here if there's anybody else that I've got that I'm trying to to move. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny because I'm looking at, you know, speaking of a team that kind of surprised a little bit, um, we're both in Superflex Army 2. And, uh, you know, for those of you who have been listening along the season, you've probably heard us talking about some of the trades that I've made to try to make myself into more of a contender here and, and make a push this year. And early on, I was um, I was concerned about my running back room because I had uh, basically uh, I had Bijan. Uh, and I had Brees, and I think that was about it. I didn't have a whole lot of depth, but I had, you know, I think Brian Robinson was there. I had Kyron Williams, and I had Chuba Hubbard. And I remember, uh, if you go back and listen, maybe 10 episodes ago, um, somebody somebody much smarter, much wiser than I am, uh, recommended maybe I sit tight for a little bit and see what happens with some of these guys that are uh, a play away from some opportunity. And um, definitely, uh, looking back, I, I wish I had maybe taken some more of that advice for a couple of the trades that I did trading a chan away early to get swift back was uh you know in hindsight not as as uh helpful as maybe i was hoping it was going to be but uh this is one that i did a dispersal with you i think two years ago two or three years ago and uh it was a slow burn and i think i got impatient this summer finally saying i, I got to try to make something happen here so quarterbacks have been rough um because I, I traded kyler away when he was injured to get uh to get christian kurt or not christian um, Kirk Cousins and some other pieces back. And then, of course, that didn't pan out with Cousins getting hurt. So I am having to settle with Baker. But this is one that will be interesting to see kind of how it goes for the playoffs here because uh, I think I'm in, I'm in fifth place based on record. Um, had a fair amount of points scored against. But, uh, you know, got a couple of teams here that are, are ahead of me in points. You know, Sonny, we've been watching him climb up the board, which is wild. So... I hope I don't draw him week one of playoffs. <laughs> uh, looks like you, you'll get a buy here. Uh, Cause yeah, you're still undefeated in this one. And then let's see here. Trade act is, uh, is in a strong spot. Yeah. can bakes in a pretty good spot. So 
uh, playoffs, I think, are going to be uh, pretty competitive for the first week. And then uh, you all kind of figure out who you draw in round two. Uh, so I'm secretly hoping that you get sunny in round two. I don't know how, how, how seeding. <laughs> I or, think they get reseeded. So do I they get reseeded? Well, yeah, but he'd be the bottom seed, so I might get him. Um, but I don't recall if that league reseeds or not. But um, yeah, but two of those the teams, two of the higher seeds, actually only have one quarterback at the moment. So um, they're kind of entering, at least at this point, uh, a little weakened. Um, so oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. There, it's. I think it's going to be a pretty wide open uh, playoffs, and um, yeah, I think. I think I will play Sonny if he wins the first uh, the first round. Well, so, I hope that means I don't play him first round. Then we got to figure out how this works. So yeah, yeah. this is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's a yeah. fun league. It's a. I've. I've just everything's kind of gone right for me, you know, and. Um, but I did, did just lose Tank Dell, and um, I did send an offer of Tank Dell for HN, uh, and that got oh, did you? It got declined for uh, with wow. no no counter. Okay. But I had looked at previous like like trade, uh, you know, like the sleeper trade transactions yeah. or whatever, and there was a lot of one for one uh, trades for those two players uh, just in the last few days. So. Um, I thought I would give it a go just to see if I could add some points for the this year, but yeah, uh, apparently he wants to make me pay if I add uh, HM to my suppose. team. I suppose. I mean, he he could also go back and look at what he had to give up to get HM, and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't terrible. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I I I think I would be uh, man if I was offered that. If I had HM on a non-contending team and I could get a Tank Dell back. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty fair offer. Like, I'm not going to, like, he, sometimes I'm willing to overpay. Like, he I, he likes to charge me more, like the contender tax, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, this is John Bauer from uh, As he Dynasty right Theory. Um, <laughs> so, super good dude. Um, but very rarely do I ever get a, a smash except from him. <laughs> so, because um, he knows I'll pay if I, it's somebody I really want. But... Yeah. I didn't like that was my max. I just went and gave him my top offer like yeah. that that time. If he took it, great. I wouldn't feel great about it. Um, uh, Jason <laughs> said declined with it. no counter would be a good team name. Yeah, that like, that actually would be. Um, you know, maybe maybe we'll tuck that in our back pocket here, Bill. If we do a startup uh, this year, yeah, that, that that will be our team name. Let's just and uh, then, uh, commit that to will that. be our that'll be our mo. Yeah. We'll we'll just send out really bad offers all the time, (laughs) and then we'll we'll also decline with with no counter. Yeah, we can we can have one decline with no counter and decline with no comment. Oh yeah, that's even better. See Uh, what happens here. That's fun. I love it. So yeah, this is it's gonna be a fun league. I I really hope this is like my one. um, I've only gone undefeated through a whole season. Uh, and the playoffs one time. So, um, one more than Bill Belichick. (laughs) That's my hope to try to maybe uh, do that here, but I I don't see it happening. You know, there's just so much variance when you get to the playoffs that um, it's really, really hard to, to do. And I'm not, my team's not that dominant. Um, So like, I, I mean, Herbert and Gino or Jordan love are my, three quarterbacks so it's not like 
world beaters. It is 14 teams, so the likelihood that you'd have you got Jordan Love, yeah, Herbert Love, Geno, Stafford. You can play some matchups. Uh, what, what's going on with Herbert lately? Last couple. Well, weeks, last week know, last was week just. Really a, a I mean, lot. that was a weird weather game, and I think the week before they played the Ravens, so it's like that's a real tough defense. So before that, he was like a top three quarterback points per game. So. I'm not too worried about it, but uh, got to keep an eye on it, I guess. Um, yeah. But he's just a guy that I always have to start regardless. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, fun. So I think uh, I'm looking at the Superflex Army, too, again, the standings here. You know, Open C, uh, play on words there from our, our buddy Steve. Um, you know, first couple of years, he also really kind of uh, slow played things and I'd be curious to get his opinion if he's uh, if he was trying to make an attempt this year to to compete some more, or if he just happened to be unlucky with his efforts where he had some guys pop that he wasn't expecting to that put him in in middle of the pack. But that's uh, this is a change from the last couple of years as well to see him. Yeah, up my here. dog thinks so. <laughs> he's got two uh, no running backs. So I think he was probably trying to stay as low as possible. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Richardson. So, like, there's a lot of players on his team that were just – I mean, he just happens to have Kittle, which helped him out a lot. Um, McBride popped. I mean, yeah. So, he was probably just in rebuild, and things yeah. just kind of happened. So, Jacoby. Zach Moss. So, like, yeah, there. I, I would – quick read is he was still in rebuild yeah. and just kind of letting the team evolve a little bit. So – yeah, um, I think there. next year I'll have a pretty solid team. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Um, anything about, unique in uh, in playoff settings for you that you've you've gotten leagues that you enjoy, or anything that you you're looking at uh, evolving with with playoffs? I mean, I kind of like how they do like the top two scores advance. Um, you know, each of the two. Uh, two rounds before the championship. Like I, I find that to be um, interesting. Uh, I, I do understand the argument to not do that. Like, cause if you're the one seed and you're playing the lowest seed, uh, you have a better chance of that team scoring less, but with so many um, leagues now, including the top point scorer playing the lowest seed, isn't necessarily an advantage right. anymore. So it's like, why not just let the two best teams advance and, um, you know, where they're not facing an individual team. Um, I kind of, it kind of has at least crossed my mind um, to maybe suggest, or if I started any new leagues, maybe have that be the case. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty traditional though. Like, I mean, I enjoy the way it's set up and, I, I mean, I'm fine with the reseeding after the, uh, you know, the wild card yeah, round, um, so that the top seed gets the advantage of playing the lowest seed. Um, so, but not too much. Uh, how about yourself? I think we've got one league. I think it's one that Rocky commissions where um, the top seed, the top two or three seeds, get to choose their opponents the first week. Uh, which is an interesting twist as well, which, of course... You know, I don't want to do that. Like, can backfire either yeah, way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, for those of you who are old enough to watch, you know, the league when it was on FX back in the day and, you know, getting to choose each other's opponents and stuff. So some of that gamesmanship and 
kind of tempting fate or, or seeing how superstitious you really are. That's always kind of a fun part of this too. So I don't mind having one or two of those. And, um, you know, if you get, if your team gets picked, then, you know, it's a great way to go in and be a spoiler and say, screw yeah. you if you can, yeah. if you can pull that off. And, uh, especially if you're, if your league doesn't have a, a trade deadline, you can get loaded for bear. If you, depending on how spiteful you want to be, if you want to, you know, hamstring yourself next year or two, <laughs> some, uh, some fun options there. Yeah, like Jason. Uh, <laughs> one thing about the playoffs that's unique for me is making them. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you and I are probably closer in that sense this year than uh, you and Bill are. Um, so I, that's what I'm really hoping is I'm going to ride Bill's coattails uh, in the next couple of years as we do a startup or two here. And oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the pressure. You just never know, like because you know you have these. Um, you have two people that have different ways of building and you just, it may end up being a beautiful marriage or it might just be destruction and um, no, no, no way to know until it happens. And, um, <laughs> yeah. There's no cohabitating and co-managing like me. Yeah. Like me and Josh, like our team, I, I mean, I like our team, but it just hasn't done well. Um, and then like, but me and Sonny, yeah. We built, we play very differently, but our team's been quasi dominant in Superflex Army. So yeah, um, you know, it's hard to say. Like it just, yeah, we we've just done a really good job, kind of working with each other on those. I feel like maybe Josh and I are a little less active um, than Sonny and I, yeah, have been. So, but. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what we yeah, can find out. Yeah, looking there. forward to it. That's going to probably be the only leagues I uh, start. So, um, yeah, same. So, yeah, yeah. It'll, I mean, it gives us something to look forward to um, uh, into the offseason. We'll have to figure out when the best time is. Um, yeah. Because that's different too, right? Like. Yep. But, well, why don't we talk about that? Like, let's talk about, like, like league selection um, and that sort of thing. Like, do you prefer, or have you take you've taken over orphans? Yeah. Um, does like the league like are, do you take that into account when you join one, or is it kind of like oh I just want to pick a team and this looks uh, like a decent no, I definitely, team? Um, I recently, anyways, if I the last few orphans that I picked up, it's definitely been because I want to be in that league with some people. So, mm -hmm. um, initially like during 2020 in the pandemic, when I was just looking for stuff to do, I was looking at rosters and saying, okay, you know, you've got three, four players I like, so I'll kind of hang out to these. Then I've got some other players I think I could probably churn and, um, you know, turn this thing around. So that was more about the roster than the league. And I'm still in one of those leagues, but we'll probably drop out of it this year, um, to make room for whatever we do. But yeah, the last few in the last year or two, anything that I've added on additionally has been, um, mostly for who's in it and then a couple for the league format. Uh, but mostly, mostly who's in it and what it, what the league itself looks like too, for the structure. So setting settings definitely matter for me. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with that. Like, I mean, I don't really take orphans on anymore. Like I, I took on one uh, because it was the format. It was a 16 teamer and I hadn't been in a 16 teamer yet. And, um, so I'm happy to get into that. And there was some, but I made sure that there were some decent players available for me to add in the uh, uh, dispersal. So, yeah. 
Um, I didn't want to go into something and just know I'm behind the eight ball to start. And um, yeah, so like for orphans, that's definitely something that I take into account. Like um, how about for like new leagues? Like I guess format to a point, if there's something wonky that you want to try, I guess that makes sense that you would just pick that just based on the settings. Um, but if you're going to pick like a, um, just a kind of the cookie cutter, uh, super flex dynasty, um, it's more about the people I would imagine that are in it. Um, or the, or the, I guess if there's like a, uh, buy-in or something that you're looking to get into or something at a particular amount. Does that ever really affect you? Um, uh, I've been relatively low stakes for most of my leagues. I would say yeah. the majority of them are, you know, 50 to $75 at the most. Um, and a couple of those because they're safe leagues and, you know, this is kind of how the pricing structure was. So, yeah. um, but you know, I, I wouldn't mind getting into a higher stakes uh, league with some folks that I knew were, were pretty serious about it and that had decent settings. Yeah. I have a hard time with like uh, the high stakes and on like the safe leagues or FFPC because yeah. they take such a huge chunk out of the, um, you know, out of those fees um, where you might only get 70% of the pot being paid out, you know? And it's like, yeah. man, like, especially if you're going to pay that much money, like let's have that all going back to the league yeah. Um, or so, at least let the league say what they're going to do with some of it. You know, if yeah, you, exactly. you want to take 25% to charity or something, at least you yeah. have some agency in that. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I tend to agree. I wouldn't mind getting into like a higher dollar one. Um, but I think high do higher dollar ones, I think I would need to do solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, how about the time of year? Do you prefer doing them before the draft? You know, like, let's say um, you can draft draft picks before the rookie draft mm -hmm. or before the NFL draft. So if you're doing a startup in February or March, um, do you prefer to do that? Or do you prefer to do it in like June after you know who the rookies are and they're in the yeah. rookie draft? Or I do you think like my... My sweet spot is probably um, I either want to have most of the information or almost none of the information. So I, I would prefer probably even maybe um, pre-combine, like pretty pretty early after the Super Bowl, like early February, something like that. Um, pre-combine uh, with picks. Or, I mean, honestly, I would be fine if you just threw the rookies in as well. Like you draft your rookies in, in the uh, in the draft without knowing, you know, what their what their combine results are going to look like, what their landing spots are necessarily going to be. Because um, I think that uh, you know, I think it cuts both ways. Where it can give some people maybe a little bit of the edge, level the playing field quite a bit too. Because you know, everybody. So unless you're really working with with uh, people in the league that are super in tune with what's going on in college and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's that kind of fun as well. Uh, after, you know, post, post NFL draft um, and landing spots and, you know, it, it's fine. Uh, but I, I would probably prefer to have the, uh, the startup and kind of the fun before that would also be something I'd be interested in looking at is, you know, a league that would do the rookie draft 
before rookies are actually drafted by the NFL too, and just kind of see, you know, how things shake out there. I, I do one league like that. And it's, I mean, you can really like screw yourself, you know, like uh, if you pick somebody that you think's going first round and they end up going like fourth round and it, it's just, um, I struggled the first year with it, but like last year I did a lot better by um, kind of following the NFL mock, um, you know, services where you can kind of see when they do the, yeah. uh, all the different services and figure out what the average draft is for the mocks and, um, and then picking positions that you felt good about, like, uh, you know, maybe you can pick a, like, you don't want to take, take a running back that is being mocked at the end of the second round when they could end up being a fourth round pick, you know, and it's, it's a whole different dynamic. It's, it's interesting. Your draft picks are worth less, Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a little less known information when you use them. Um, but problem is a lot of teams don't take that into account and they want full value of a rookie dra- of a rookie pick that. when you're trying to trade for them. And so in my experience, trading for later picks is actually more beneficial than getting earlier picks. Because um, when you if you're drafting five guys in the third round of a rookie draft you might hit one or two that yeah get dra- drafted way earlier in the nfl draft and um so it's just one of those things where accumulate late and don't yeah don't know, overpay for the early stuff exactly but yeah that's that's a fun format um i tend to agree i think i like to, i like i prefer to draft early um i think that's when i usually do my best um with the rookie picks in the the startup and before people are starting to overvalue the rookie picks. Um, yeah. Usually what I, when I do my best is um, getting a couple of first rounders um, in the startup and um, you know, a handful of seconds and um, just going young and uh, building that way. That's typically always the time when I have my teams end up more dominant. So, um, or doing it like, yeah, if you could do it in like late July, early August, that's interesting too because you have a lot more information. Yeah, um, yeah, but but you also have to kind of wade through all the the puff pieces by the uh, beat beat writers because yeah. every team's beat writer writes these glowing reports about the rookies, and you know all they're doing is reporting what the coaches staff says, and all the coaching staff is saying stuff to like help the the player gain confidence, you know? Um, wow. this is I don't know lot. if I trust Jason. He says smart follow bill. He's a FF <laughs> profit. No idea what that's in reference to, but like, yeah, <laughs> I don't trust that. He's also in a dynasty league that has contracts, salary caps, restricted free agents, unrestricted free agents, franchise tags, transition tags, and all these other things, which I guess if you're really trying to get into a full on general manager yeah. uh, experience. So yeah, I've, I don't know that I've uh, ever really considered something like that. Is that is that similar to like one of those kitchen sink leagues or something that Ryan McDowell does? I mean, that's or? pretty close. Yeah, like I mean, but the difference is like in those you have like um, like bid dollars that kind of keep it's the money just keeps rolling over if you don't use it. And uh, but this is more just like a uh, contract league, basically. Yeah, um, we got. Yeah, that's 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 fun. Uh, 
if I was in less leagues, that would be something that would be more intriguing to, to me. Um, I did do a few leagues, um, or I did one league like that with 32 teams in it. Um, and IDP, all that stuff. And it was just like, after a couple of years, I'm like, I am spending way too much time on this one league versus all of my others. So, um, I ended up bouncing from it, but actually the league folded. I think everybody was just overwhelmed by it. Yeah, but, it's a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, if you have the time to do it and pay attention, like, cause I, I like to be pretty, pretty thorough when I do my, you know, if I feel like I'm not putting the ample amount of time in a league, I don't know. Then I ask myself, why am I in it? And, yeah. um, that that's kind of where I got in, in that kind of league just because of all my other ones. Um, but yeah, that, that would be something if I had five leagues, that would be a great, league to be in i think yeah well maybe we'll uh maybe we'll put something out on uh the interwebs uh you and i can kind of talk through what some of our non-negotiables are as far as the type of league we're we're looking for and um i think uh i would imagine you and i are both probably in a place where we are not wanting to commission anything at this point right <laughs> yeah i mean i commission eight leagues at this point and yeah. it's like i'm trying to lower that um without any success um so yeah i think i i don't want to commission that's why we're gonna talk to john bauer about running one um yeah that's that's probably where we'll end up uh, doing the league to be honest just because he commissions and we just gotta play the league so yeah I'm up for that. So yeah, I think, you know, we talked a little bit the last couple of weeks, you know, like a 14 team super flex, you know, ideally start 11 or so. Yeah. Um, High enough tight end premium. Yeah. 1.75 or 2.0. Um, oh, wow. Jason's That's league amazing. with all that is 20 years old and it was a redraft way back in the day. That's awesome that it's evolved like that. Um, yeah, I have one league that is 30 years this year. Um, started at my freshman. God damn, I'm old. Um, started my freshman year of college, um, and so 1993. And um, so, yeah, same people, same uh, same format. You know, we're still uh, standard um, dinosaurs. Yeah, I did remove the kicker and defense though when we moved over to a different uh, um, site, and uh, I'm like, "Fuck this, that's out of here." But, that's awesome. Okay, well, yeah, let's uh, let's figure things out here. Um, for those of you who uh, maybe are just listening for the first time, uh, I'm gonna guess that I think next week is about the cleanest point that we can kind of make um, a wrap to this season. Uh, because uh, Friday the 15th at 11.30, I will be on a jet plane. I uh, got my tickets confirmed on Monday for, for me and the family to head to Korea. So That's awesome, um, man. Yeah, we're excited. We're, we're getting all these other logistics figured out now, but um, it's been awesome to, to go through the season week by week this year. I'm glad it worked out for us to be able to do this. Um, so we'll do one more week uh, next week after week 14, which should wrap the regular season. Um, we'll kind of get some thoughts on playoffs and, you know, feel free if you have any questions, throw them our way. Uh, we'd love to have some stuff to talk about or join us for 
kind of the wrap up there. Um, I would like to think uh, I'd be able to maybe do one more, like wrap the entire season once we get settled in after a couple of weeks. So um, yeah, like during we'll, the holidays, kind of um, yeah. maybe when we have some free time and we can just pick a random time when you and I, cause I'm going to, I'm definitely closed. I'm closing my business for a week, um, but oh, nice. I'm really pushing it for, to be closed for two weeks. Um, so I think I might be closed from the 20th through after new year's. Um, so, so like we might have some time uh, to be able to do it at whatever time works best for you. Um, okay. so why don't we commit to maybe doing it one time as long as you, things have settled yeah. a bit for you. Yeah. Um, and then the off season, we're really not sure, uh, you know, what's going to happen, but maybe we fall into a rhythm where we can do it every so often. And, um, you know, it, just like last off season, we really didn't do anything. Um, yeah. but, um, who's to say if next week's our last show ever, um, or, or we <laughs> like keep doing we have it. one more. I like yeah. to think we have at least one more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, for those of you that are in any leagues with Bill, uh, help him win 14 of those 17 leagues. so we can stay shut down for two weeks. <laughs> that, that That's not why I would be shutting down or, or wouldn't be shutting down. <laughs> Um, I don't play on big enough stakes for it to matter to, for me. Um, if even if I went all of them, I would be just like, you know, but, uh, because I'm, most of my leagues are 25 to $75. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Just roll it in the next couple seasons. You're playing for free. That's exactly Most money. So, yeah. but, um, uh, but yeah, so thanks for everybody that uh, hung out with us today. Um, you know, it's cool to see everybody in the chat here. So yeah, midday, I guess is, is, uh, a decent time so we'll we'll continue looking ahead at that but um i will give you fair warning next week will uh potentially have to be later on uh because next wednesday is actually the day that my shipping container gets filled and oh, yeah. how long it takes them i've got to be uh supervising them all day so it's either going to be early like this early for us like yep. this or it's going to be um like 10 30 p.m eastern or something like yep. that so yep. um but yep, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure there. it gets done at some point. It will. It will. But um, I know we've got to get going here, Bill. So it's good to, to hear a little bit where you are. Um, good luck on your one team that's questionable. Yeah, Hope thank you. Shake out I'm not even sure what there. I'm rooting for in that, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look forward to seeing next week kind of wrapping the entire season. And we maybe we'll give kind of some season long thoughts here as well for, um, you know, the regular season that wraps up. But uh, again, thanks for listening. If you hung out with us for a little bit, this is a quick one. And we will plan to see you next week. And for now, we are out of here. Late. Mm -hmm.